Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. Today is a very special day. Today is November the 16th. November the 16th. This is my mother's birthday. Happy Heavenly birthday to my mom. She's been gone um, since August uh, 9th of 2012. And so she's been celebrating with the Lord all these years. And uh, this year, my dad is in heaven with her as well. So he passed away in May uh, 24th of 2020, not from COVID. Gonna throw that out there. <laughs> so a lot of you guys I know are missing loved ones, you know, these days come around on their birthdays and Thanksgivings and Christmas. And this could be a very, um, a very dark time, you know, for a lot of people um, around the world today. But remember, our hope is in Christ. And if you are a believer and your loved one was a believer, guess what? You will be reunited with your loved one. I know without a doubt that I will see my mama and I'll see my daddy in heaven once again. And my mamma and my aunt and all those who've gone before us. And what a wonderful promise that is from Jesus Christ. And that is our hope. Our blessed hope is that the Lord is going to come and take us home. He's gone to prepare a place for us, John 14. And if he's gone to prepare a place for us, guess what? He's coming to take us home that where he is there we may be also. And he says in his in his father's house are many mansions. And if it wasn't so, he would have told us. So folks, we have that to look forward to as believers. But, you know, today I opened up my Bible and I was I'm reading through Psalms, but for some reason the Bible that I opened today was earmarked and it was earmarked to two um different or actually three different Psalms that I wanted to read to you guys today um before I go to work. Um, I know there's a lot of stuff going on in the world today. You guys know it. I know it. But I wanted to bring hope this morning and not headlines. So no headlines today. Just hope. And it's going to be a really quick uh, just episode here just to bring you guys some encouragement. And I'm going to read Psalm 63, which is wishing to be near God. And then I'm going to uh, read Psalm. I almost said sing. <laughs> you guys don't want me to sing. Um, anyway, and then uh, Psalm 65, which is a hymn of thanksgiving. And then I wanted to read Psalm 66 which is praise God for what he has done I have friends that are so near and dear to me and they are so very sweet and they would give their shirt off their own back to help somebody and it never fails it never fails that the people that they help turn on them and treat them so terrible so terrible I met a young lady yesterday who thought God didn't love her um, she, I told her, I said, you know, you got to keep the faith, you got to keep praying. She goes, I've been praying for 37 years and I don't think he hears me. And so, you know, God, you know, I, I was able to um, humble actually to be able to pray with her and talk with her and give her some words of encouragement. Her name is Pat. And if you guys would not mind praying for her, she is a very sweet young lady. And, um, you know, just pray that, that, you know, God would speak to her, that the Holy Spirit would comfort her. And that things would work out well for her. She is a very sweet, sweet young lady. Totally defeated. Totally defeated. Satan has a way of doing that, doesn't he? He has a way. If we let him get a foothold in, he will come in and take a stronghold. We have got to stay in the faith. That's why it says run your race. You know, finish your race. You know, this is not, you know, picnics and rainbows, folks. We're in a war. And that's what I try to tell you. Know, I explained to her, you know, we're in a war. And so may the Holy Spirit speak to her. Not me. No, no, it doesn't matter what I say. But may the Holy Spirit speak to her. And just let her know that, hey, people love her. You know, like I told her, I loved her. God loves her. 
you know, God can use you no matter where you're at. It doesn't matter if you're in a grocery store. It doesn't matter where you're at. The good Lord can use you. And I try to pray that every morning. If there's anything that God can use me for, please use me. Use me. That's what we're here for. We're not here for ourselves. We're here to worship God and to, to glorify God. And that means to bring attention to God. And so let's start today uh, with Psalm 63. And I am reading out of the... Um, the New Century Version, because, you know, people listen from everywhere, and I don't want it to be King Jimmy Version. You know, I can't even hardly understand King James Version. I mean, it's a beautiful poetry, but it's sometimes hard to understand. Um, so, anyway, mm, if you drink coffee, you might want to grab you a cup. I get one cup of coffee a day, so I make the best out of it. <laughs> so, in a wishing to be near God, Psalm 63 God, you are my God. I search for you. I thirst for you like someone in a dry, empty land where there is no water. I have seen you in the temple and have seen your strength and glory. Because your love is better than life, I will praise you. I will praise you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands in prayer to your name. It will be con I will I will be content as if I had eaten the best foods. My lips will sing and my mouth will praise you. I remember you while I'm lying in bed. I think about you through the night. You are my help. Because of your protection, I sing. I stay close to you. You support me with your right hand. Some people are trying to kill me, but they will go down to the grave. They will be killed with swords and eaten by wild dogs. But the king will rejoice in his God. All who make promises in his name will praise him. But the mouth of liars will be shut. Amen and amen, right, folks? We have a lot of liars going on. Deception, deception is everywhere. So let's start with the hymn of thanksgiving. This is Psalm 65. God, you will be praised in Jerusalem. We will keep our promises to you. You hear our prayers. All people will come to you. Our guilt overwhelms us, but you forgive our sins. Happy are the people you choose and invite to stay in your court. We are filled with good things in your house, your holy temple. You answer us in amazing ways, God our Savior. People everywhere on earth and beyond the sea trust you. You made the mountains by your strength. You are dressed in power. You stop the roaring seas, the roaring waves, and the uproar of the nations. Even those people at the ends of the earth fear your miracles. You are praised from where the sun rises to where it sets. You take care of the land and water it. And you make it very fertile. The rivers of God are full of water. Grain grows because you make it grow. You send rain to the plowed field. You fill the rows with water. You soften the ground with rain. And then you bless it with crops. You give the year a good harvest. And you load the wagons with many crops. The desert is covered with grass and the hills with happiness. The pastures are full of flocks and the valleys are covered with grain. Everything shouts and sings for joy. Praise the Lord, you guys. Praise the Lord. You know what that psalm kind of reminds me of? We'll throw in a little bit of headline here. <laughs> Just because it is Bible prophecy for today. Um, anyway, so think about it. If you go to geoengineeringwatch.org, you see them messing with the Earth's atmosphere, with the weather, with all kinds of stuff. They're trying to play God. Have you noticed that? Folks, we know we're living in the days of Lot, in the days of Noah, because this is what was going on in those days. Now, a lot of people think, well, they weren't very sophisticated back in that day. Well, you got to remember, God flooded the earth. 
I mean, they were highly intelligent back in the day. When you think about it, you know, think about it, how much sin has crept in. And so sin is what destruction, destroying, decay, that kind of thing. And so sin down the line just making you know, worse and worse and worse. But back then they were closer to, you know, Adam and, and you know, that kind of thing. And so there wasn't sin hadn't, you know, decayed as much as it is now, you know. So just imagine. And also you can look at the um the pyramids. Even today they look at the pyramids going, How did they do that? So, you know, you gotta think about stuff like that. But anyway, I thought I'd throw in a tad bit of headline. Anyway, so our very last psalm today is gonna be Praise God for what he has done. And this spoke to me this morning, especially the last part of it with all the people that I know. And, uh, you know, I, I gave up a long time ago. I help people whether they you know, are thankful or not, because it doesn't really matter. Because I know in this world they're going to turn on us. They're going to hate us. Jesus said if they hated him, they're going to hate us too. You know, as a disciple, we're nowhere above our teacher, right? And so we know that they're going to hate us. But we got to show God's love no matter how much they hurt us, right? So anyway, because we know ultimately God is going to take care of us, whether he takes us home or whether he comes and, and, and brings us out. Or you never know that person that's hurting you. If you pray for them, you never know. You know, they might get saved. And what a glorious blessing that would be, right? Okay, so anyway, Psalm 66. Everything on earth shout with joy to God, sing about his glory, make his praise glorious. Say to God, your works are amazing because your power is great. Your enemies fall before you. All the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name. Come and see what God has done, the amazing things he has done for people. He turned the sea into dry land. The people crossed the river on foot. So let us rejoice because of what he did. He rules forever with his power. He keeps his eye on the nations so people should not turn against him. You people praise our God, loudly sing his praise. He protects our lives and does not let us be defeated. God, you have tested us. You have purified us like silver. You let us be trapped and put a heavy load on us. You let our enemies walk on our heads. We went through fire and flood, but you brought us to a place with good things. I will come to your temple with burnt offerings. I will give you what I promised, things I promised when I was in trouble. I will bring you offerings of fat animals and I will offer sheep, bulls, and goats. All of you who fear God, come and listen. And I will tell you what he has done for me. I cried out to him with my mouth and praised him with my tongue. If I had known of any sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened to me. But God has listened. He has heard my prayer. Praise God who did not ignore my prayer or hold back his love from me. Praise the Lord. Did you notice that? You let us be trapped and put a heavy load on us. You let our enemies walk on our heads. We went through the fire and flood, but you brought us to a place with good things. I noticed that we may go through trials and tribulations and all these things, but God will always bring us through no matter what. No matter what we no matter how that ends, whether we are we we die and he brings us to heaven. No matter how that is, you got to keep your faith on. You got to keep your faith in Christ, not in your circumstances. God gives us peace. Jesus is our peace, right? 
but it doesn't matter what the circumstances show. We know that we have peace in Christ because nobody, nobody can snatch us away from God. Remember that nobody can snatch you out of his hand. So remember that. And just remember that. That was a good thing that I learned this morning. I was like, wow, that is so true. That is so true. And another thing I listened, uh, I noticed, it says, um, I cried out to him with my mouth and praised him with my tongue. If I had known of any sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened to me. But God has listened. He has heard my prayer. Praise God who did not ignore my prayer or hold back his love for me. So that's another thing we need to remember. If you have any unrepentant sin in your heart, you need to repent with that. You need to go to God and ask our Father, hey, please forgive me for this sin. That's what that's what it is when you, when you confess your sin. You're agreeing with God that, hey, this sin is wrong. I have offended you. I have sinned against you. I agree with your word that this is a sin. I have committed a sin. Please forgive me. And he will. He will forgive you. And you restore that right relationship with God. But if you have any sin in your heart, unrepentant sin, you need to ask for forgiveness right now. Humble yourself. Go to Christ. Ask him to forgive you. And he will. As far as the east is from the west, he says, that's as far as he has removed your sin from you. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. God says, I blotted it out and I remember it no more. Boom. How wonderful is that? That's great news. Great news. So I'm telling you, if you feel lost or you're not, say you don't have that relationship with God anymore. And you're like, what happened? What happened? Well, he didn't leave you. You strayed away from him. So remember, if you have any sin in your heart that is unrepentant, you need to repent right now. Ask God to forgive you. Admit you have sinned. Ask him to forgive you. And he will and restore that relationship with God today. Don't wait another moment. doesn't mean you're not saved. Don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean he's, you know, oh, that's it. You're not saved. You know, I went to a church. And by the grace of God, I got out of that church. It was a health, wealth, prosperity, gospel, blah, blah, blah church. Name it and claim it and blab it and grab it, right? And, uh, you know, I was always raised a Southern Baptist. And, you know, I got in there and I remember my mom was very sick and this was all going on. And they were all like, well, you're just, you know, it's all, it's all because of your faith. Your faith is not strong enough. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Let me tell you guys that. And they, they're like, well, you know, if you sin and you die, well, you're going to hell. And I'm like, wait a minute. Jesus' blood covered that. And I remember I was on my way to go see my mom and a whole bunch of stuff was going on. And I was always driving back and forth because there was always, she was always, you know, surgery or she's always, you know, whatever. But anyway, a very stressful time in my life. But I remember crying on the way to go see her. And I was like, you know, what if somebody pulled out in front of me? Because I have some road rage. I'm, I'm a lot better now. But, you know, everybody's got that. Everybody's got, you know, something, right? And so, um, mm, <laughs> I remember driving down there. I was praying. I was like crying. And I was like, what if, you know, if what if somebody cut me off and I cussed them out and I was in a wreck and I died, I'm going to hell. And all of a sudden, you know, I felt the Holy Spirit saying, no, that's not how this works. That's not how that works. Christ died once, once for all sin. And so once you accept him as your savior, there's nothing you can do that will stand. Nothing and nobody can snatch you from his hand. Nobody. So you're covered that would be like it'd be like god saying okay well you know um i sent my son to die on a cross to live the perfect life to be the perfect sacrifice atone for your sin but once you screw up and you don't ask for forgiveness oh that's it that's it you're going to hell absolutely not that's not how that works so don't let anybody tell you that john MacArthur has a very very good study on that once saved always saved um now people will be like 
Uh, well, you know, that's that's not true. It's biblical doctrine. Once you're saved, you are saved. Now, for those people who stray away from the faith and whatever apostate, they were never saved to begin with. They were never saved. You got to remember that people can say whatever they want to with their mouth, the tongue. Read James, the book of James. That was Jesus's half brother. He'll tell you all about the power of the tongue. Right, and deception and lies and all kinds. So they can say whatever they want to say, but that doesn't mean that they were actually truly saved. When you die and go to heaven, there'll be ones that's gone to heaven. Oh God, we did miracles in your name and we cast out demons in your name and we did all of this in your name. And Jesus will say, depart from me, you who practice lawlessness, for I never knew you. So remember that, folks. You can say you're a Christian. I can go sit in my garage with a car, but that don't make me a car. I know you've all heard probably say that, right? But that's what it alludes to. Just because you say you're a Christian does not mean you're a Christian. I remember I'm a farm girl. And I first moved up here to Amarillo years and years. We won't say when. No, just kidding. It was a long, long time ago. And I thought, oh, those people have a cross. They're wearing a cross. And a friend of mine finally had to take me aside and she said, um, Heather, I'm going to tell you something. Just because they have a cross on the windshield or a cross hanging from the neck does not mean they are a Christian. It's like a fashion statement. I was like, oh. And so about that time, it really dawned on me. I was about 18 going, wow. You know, I never thought about it like that. So let me tell you guys, just because they say they're a Christian does not mean they are a Christian. You will know them by their fruits. You will know them by their fruits. And so anyway, with that, guys, I'm going to get off of here, make it short and very sweet. And uh, if you guys don't have a copy of the NCV, I will tell you, the only place that you can get that is on like eBay or some other place. If you go to Amazon, you're going to pay out the eye tooth for it. Okay. But you can go to like christianbooks.com. Any kind of used bookstores online. Goodwills. Those kind of things. Because it's not in print anymore. And I sure wished it was. Um, the Holman Christian Standard Bible is no longer in print. They have changed that to the CSB. Do not buy the CSB. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, I don't know why they did that. Um, but you know, they're going woke. So of course they're going to do that. So if you get the HCSB, please get that version. It's out of print. You'll have to go, um, uh, you'll have to go to like Goodwill or, or eBay or something like that to get it. Um, but tell, I'm telling you, it's totally worth it. Those are two very good, um, prints, but I do like the NCV and a friend of mine, um, her father had passed away. She's my neighbor. And uh, anyway, he had given me, uh, it's a Max Lucado uh, daily Bible. Anyway, they used the NCV verse, first time I'd ever seen it. And so, man, I go looking for this version all over the place, cannot find it, it's out of print. I'm like, what? Why? Why do they do that? And they try to make it sound like it's for children. It's a children's Bible. It's not. It is not. Um, it's in everyday English language, very easy to understand. I've compared it with other um, the ones that did the NASB and the New King James and those versions are the same one. And the ESV are the same ones that translated this one. So it's a very good translation. You can go to gotquestions.org. You can type in NCV and it's going to tell you all about the NCV um, translation. It's a very good translation. So anyway, I love it. I absolutely love it. For everyday reading, I love it. For digging down into the word, not the best translation. But for everyday reading, it's beautiful and I love it. So anyway... Um, guys, I wanted to let you guys know just, you know, some words of encouragement um, today and um, and every day, you know. But I will tell you this. It is the New Century Version, copyright 1987, 1988, and 1991 by Word Publishing, if you're looking for it. So by Word Publishing. Um, anyway, um, yeah, guys. So I hope you guys have a very blessed day. And I hope that you can show someone the love of God today may God bring us all that opportunity to show people how much he loves them 
and that time is short. And may we be able to share the good news of the gospel with them, or if not share the good news of the gospel, may we be able to encourage them as brothers and sisters in faith. And I said, in Jesus Christ's name, guys, I hope you have a wonderful day. And as always, get into the word of God and let the word of God get in to you. Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Thank you much. Thank you all so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of you.